and uh, welcome back to another le- episode of uh, Little Less Conversation. Uh, as always, uh, I'm joined by my, my mate Ricky and uh, well, I know uh, we do normally do these distance, but you're very distant, aren't you, Ricks, at the moment? <laughs> yeah, mate. Um, I'm up in Stoke. Cold, cold, rainy night in Stoke. <laughs> Something Messi can never do, but yeah. <laughs> Messi can't do it, but Ricky can? Absolutely. <laughs> How's the weather out there? Is it actually raining? Yeah, it's all good, man. It's quite nice. Sunny days. It's a little bit chilly, but not, not as bad as I thought. Um, currently living it up on a on a golf resort. Uh, you know, it's all good here. Lucky for some. Lucky for some. I mean, uh, you know, can't complain when you're in a, when you're yeah in a hotel suite, getting a room service, and uh, I don't know. I don't think you're playing golf, but who knows? <laughs> yeah, mate. It's much better than being in London. Put it that way. <laughs> I mean, uh, I was up in uh, well, your sweet scenes are up north. I was up in North, I was up in uh, Leeds on the over the weekend, and I actually missed the um the Arsenal game as a result of that because I was driving back. But um, I had it on, had the commentary on while I was driving, dedicated as I am, and uh, screaming obviously when it was a uh, two 0 up when we went two 0 up in the first like twenty minutes. Yeah, man, you, you know you you got a couple of goals early on and uh, held out for the victory. I think it was a bit. Um... Touch and go in the second half, a bit nervy, but um, oh, it's yeah, a big win. Big win. I know, and uh, going into that, I wasn't really confident. And you know, Leicester away is quite a difficult, difficult uh, game, really. But um, yeah, like I say, you know, we t- started off really strong, but Ramsdale, absolute massive mention for him because he's been uh, solid since he's come in, and he's, he, I think, he's convinced a lot of Arsenal fans who actually, even like myself included, actually, like why we're spending 30 million on Ramsdale, but. Uh, against Leicester, he made a great save against Madison, um, the Madison free kick. And just in generally, you know, he had a really good game, probably going to be in our player of the month so far. Oh, wait, I say so far. I mean, uh, October player of the month. Yeah, I think so. He's, he's been really good all of a sudden. And, uh, you know, that save from Madison from that free kick was probably the save of the season so far, I'd say. Have you, um, um, have you seen Peter Schmeichel tweet about it? His son, Cashman Rice Schmeichel's in goal on the other end and he's talking about Ramsdale being, you know, making a great save. No, I, I didn't see that, but it's just funny to know that he's <laughs> just boiling off his own son, basically. Then why can't you do ratings for Cashman Schmeichel? <laughs> it's a good result for you lot, you know, like you get the early win on a Saturday and then you can just enjoy the rest of your weekend and watch everyone else sort of um, stumble under the pressure and uh, work your way up the table. Yeah, and um, I think actually a lot of results went our way on Saturday. Um, so, you know, aside from you guys obviously winning. But um, yeah, so some of the other big games um, went our way, really. So yeah, climb up the table. Yeah, all the results apart from uh, Newcastle, Chelsea, eh? <laughs> another uh, another win for you guys. Another clean sheet for Mendy. And uh, mate, a couple of rockets from Reese James. I know, man. That was a, it was a frustrating game, man, because it just seemed like one of those games where we just wouldn't get the breakthrough for so long. It seemed like we needed something like just a moment of magic, and uh, Reese produced two absolute thunderbolts: one left foot, one one right foot. Um, Mate, his finishing yeah. is unreal. Oh yeah, like when he when he strikes the ball, it stays hit. You know, it's, it's ridiculously good for for a right back and. You know, Chilwell's been doing it as well lately on the other side. 
Um, so the goals, we're getting goals from everywhere at the moment. I think, I, think, got... um, I saw a stat, I think it was in that game or it might be a match today that you've, your defenders have scored like 12 goals and your attackers have scored like four. So your defenders are definitely outscoring your attackers at this point. Crazy, it's crazy. But um, you know what? as long as we're winning and scoring, I couldn't care less who's getting it. Mendy could be scoring them all for all I care. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, Tuchel could come off the bench and score a hat-trick and it wouldn't make any difference. But um, you know what? It's, it's one of those where I think we've had again so many different scorers this season um it just shows the goals can come from anywhere and uh newcastle away is always a bit of a tricky fixture from for us anyway like Mourinho always used to struggle back in the day and that still resonates with me those sort of matches where we could just never beat them and and in the end it came up quite comfortable three no win um just needed to get that first goal which we did and uh and Jorginho scored another penalty as well Yeah, I mean, uh, you thought he'd be, uh, you know, he would be less selfish and actually give it to Reese James, who was on a hat trick, but maybe not. He just wanted to stat pad again. <laughs> Mate, he's going for the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, he needs to, he needs to outshine <laughs> Messi every week, and he's doing it so far. Messi's getting hooked at half time, and Jorginho's scored ten consecutive penalties now, or something like that. <laughs> ridiculous. ridiculous. All, all, sorry, his last ten goals have been penalties. I think in the Premier League, I think that's a record. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, no props to that, but uh, I'm not going to prop somebody who scored a penalty. I think there's another, who was the other one from Palace? He used to be, he used to always take pens um, and he got like five in a row before. I think that might be the previous record or something like that. But, um, that's it. That's the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he, yeah. he scores the odd free kick in between. And uh, yeah, he also probably doesn't play anymore for Palace. So. <laughs> true, true. But I mean, uh, well, speaking of Palace, uh, they, they, um, a little upset on the cards there against Man City. Yeah, man. What a win. 2-0 away from home. Gallagher got on the score sheet. I was, yeah, really happy with that. Keeps Man City off our backs. I think the main talking point, and this we might have to go back to the Arsenal game as well, but the main talking point was the red card to Laporte on yeah. this. I don't know if you saw it. And I don't know if you saw the highlights of the Arsenal game um, where Johnny Evans did the same sort of tackle on Aubameyang. Aubameyang. Yeah. He only got And... It's just inconsistent, isn't it? The refereeing. Um, there was another one, wasn't there? There was, I think, there was three altogether this weekend. Something very similar. Yeah, the thing um, is, there's no consistency across the board. Um, you're getting one decision for one player and another for another, so it's just really inconsistent. I mean, if anything, the Johnny Evans one was more of a uh, stopping a goal-scoring opportunity than Laporte's, because you could argue Diaz was covering, but I think Laporte's one, he sort of brought him down with his legs, and you know. I think he, he misjudged the tackle completely and got it horribly wrong. So it looked a bit worse than Evans, who just pulled Aubameyang down. But um, Evans was playing rugby, but... Um... <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. And, well, I don't know. It's, it's a strange decision. It changed the game for Man City as well, because obviously they, they were struggling after that to sort of get back into it with 10 men. And um, Palace were able to finish him off and, well, come away with a, a big victory, good victory for Vieira as well, back at his old... Uh, one of his old stumping grounds. Whoa, Vieira. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pleased for him. I, I hope he carries it on with Palace because, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of Vieira. I had the chance to play for this football club for nine years. And, um, you know, I arrived at this football club when I was a kid and I left uh, as a man. And this is the club where I played uh, my best football, I would say. Yeah, that, that for you guys, especially in the title races, well, I say title race, it's a bit early for that, but, you know, Man City taking a, a loss there and then your other rivals were creeping up and you guys, Liverpool took a, a draw there to Brighton. 
Yeah, it's weird because they were two 0 up in like in the first twenty five minutes, and it was just like, oh, it's t- typical Liverpool. They're going to win this four five nil. No point even looking at the score and uh, checked it like halfway through the second half, and all of a sudden it's like two all. Brighton have pulled it back, Mate, and uh, that did Mwepu you goal? Oh. Yeah, I know you're about to say that. <laughs> Enoch M. Wepu, whatever his name is. My God, what a goal! An unreal finish. I didn't even know. I didn't even know they had that player. Like I've never seen him play before. Um, Neither have I. Uh, yeah, but what a finish! Uh, the way he struck that is—he's obviously he's meant it, but. Oh mate, yes, Edison. Uh, not Edison. Allison got caught out there massively. He did, he did, and uh, he let them back in, and and they could have won it as well. I think they had a goal ruled out offside, um, but then also Liverpool had a goal ruled out offside, but two 0 It would have been three 0 and it was uh, Salah was off. So um, yeah, again, fine margins in that one, but it worked out for in our favour. So you know, sorry to the Liverpool fans out there, but. Um, <laughs> I think everyone else is happy with that one. Yeah, yeah, I'm not complaining. Um, but you know, um, you know what the best victory of of the the Saturday night was, or the Saturday daytime was, the daytime or nighttime might have been an evening game actually. Yeah, I think I know where you're going with this. Was it the Battle of the Shits? <laughs> Oli versus Nuno. One of them was going to get sacked, and um, we know which one that was. Yeah, well, um, in the space of a couple of days, it's all unravelled. All of a sudden, Ollie's you know, still in his job and secure and then Nuno's out the door after four months at Spurs. <laughs> on your bike, mate. Yeah, there's only one Nuno in uh, in North London and that's Nuno Tavares. Really? <laughs> um, but you're going back to the United game. Uh, yeah, Nuno Tavares. Nuno Tavares and his dogs, yeah? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to... No comment, no comment. Um... Got a tongue action there. <laughs> uh... Going back to the United game, <laughs> Solskjaer, um, yeah, he's cementing his place. Well, cementing his not cementing his place. He's um, firmed up his position as Man United coach for another week. Um, and you know, United probably deserved the win. They were much better than Tottenham. No, he's just just papered over the cracks. Really, I think he'll last to the end of the season. To be honest with you, at least till January. Um, but you never know. He might turn things around a bit more. But some of the goals they scored were really good. United, like that Ronaldo goal was. Ridiculous volley, yeah, beautiful volley. Um, but, um, I think the, the best part of that game was the um, Tottenham fans booing Harry Kane. Yeah, well, let's see what happens now because obviously um, Nuno's gone. Uh, Nuno Exposito, as we called him a couple <laughs> of months ago, got exposed and he's got the chop. And they've they've already recruited the next man, and it's ex Chelsea manager Antonio. Close to your heart, yeah. Well, I mean, I I do remember him sort of bad mouthing Spurs when he was our manager, you know. And <laughs> yeah. to end up there, um, part of me wishes him well because you know the respect of when he was our manager. But at the same time, you kind of want to see him flop a little bit as well because it's Spurs. Um, same yeah, sort of feeling yeah. when Mourinho was there as well. You just just want him to do badly. <laughs> I think, um... I think Conte, he will, he, he will. I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit worried about the, the, uh, the appointment of him for Tottenham because I think he is a good manager and he will get something out of, um, out of Tottenham. I just, I'm hoping that it's, it's nothing that's a, like a push for a top four or anything like that. But you know, um, I don't know. I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to feel how I feel about the appointment personally because I think 
if he does get it right, and I know he likes to play with it, you know, the three, five, two that he normally plays, and it could work well with Kane and Son up top again. I'm a bit worried, a bit worried. He, he's definitely, put it this way, he's definitely going to do better in terms of getting Spurs playing um, than, than Nuno did. Uh, I think Nuno was just out of his depth and it showed and they probably did the right thing getting rid of him now. I know they're going to pay him something ridiculous like 10 to 15 million just in severance or something crazy like that. But you know what? He just didn't have the, the character or the personality for me to be a manager of a, of a big club. He did well at Wolves. I think that was probably his level. Um, I think... Spurs need someone with a bit more character. I know Mourinho is there and he flopped, but they've got to keep trying because they can't... To be honest, with, with the stadium they've got, the squad they've got, they should be more ambitious ambitious, and should be, you know, challenging for some sort of titles, whether it's Cups or Europa Conference League, whatever it is, you know, they should be doing a bit better than they are, so... Yeah, and uh, you know, you mentioned them challenging, but um, you know what today marks, well, um, well, today marked... 5,000 trophy list days for Spurs. So I think we should celebrate that. Round of applause. Um, Congrats to all the Spurs fans out there. Well done. You made it. (laughs) Um, 5,001 tomorrow when you listen back to this. (laughs) You know what? In another 5,000 days, we'll give you another round of applause. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, let's see, let's see. I think, I don't know if he's going to be in charge for the next weekend's game or not. Is it too early or not? Um, well, I think he will because he, he took charge of um, training. No, so he oversaw training today. I don't think he led it, but he was there um, in the Spurs tracksuit watching the training. I'd love being... if he came in a Chelsea tracksuit. We're going to do Spurs training. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> but um before we um, before we wrap it up, I think we've got to give a big shout out to um, potential. I don't know how true this is. Um, maybe by tomorrow it might be very well, it might be confirmed. But um, Mr. Unai Emery, Count Dracula, might be um, the new Newcastle manager. In Unai, we trust. Is it coming back? In Unai, we rust, and um, Newcastle yeah. fans will feel our pain very soon. Um, <laughs> I, I want him to do well, but you know, not that well. It doesn't get much worse than Steve Bruce. So anything, anything, do you know what? As, as much as sorry as I felt for Steve Bruce with all the shit he went through when he got sacked and, you know, all the, the heckling he got from the fans and the media, he, was, he wasn't very good. Yeah, he had a really bad record. So anything is better than that. Emery's got Premier League experience. I think he'll do better as, well, well, for now, Newcastle are a smaller club than Arsenal with all that money and stuff. I think he's the perfect manager to sort of, move them forward in the right direction and sort of hand over to a bigger manager once they've sort of established themselves in, in the, the transfer market and stuff like that. He's very much a stepping stone, I think. And um, mm. he's done Romero really well at Villarreal. So you can't even, you yeah, can't even knock the, uh, Europa League, wasn't it, last season? Yeah, man, yeah. Um, yeah tricky times if Newcastle win the Europa League. But um, anyway, that's for another season. I think, I think on that note, I'll say thank you and uh, good evening. Hey. <laughs>